0: Hello and welcome to the Yoga Magic Podcast, friends. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. Thanks so much for tuning in today, everyone. On this show, we talk all things self-care and self-discovery. And I have my dear friend Sarah Schultz back on the pod for the third time, actually. I think she's the first guest that we've had on three times to talk through personal branding and ultimately authenticity to who we are. Now, one of the things that I love the most about astrology is that it is this mirror. It's this reminder of who we are, preconditioning of life and partners and jobs and what the world tells us that we're supposed to be. And using the birth chart can really give you that information, can remind you, because ultimately you know who you are, but sometimes you need a little reminder. Today in this conversation with Sarah, we chat about being authentically yourself and what that looks like. Why you might change and evolve over time, why, you know, that discovery of who you are is so key and can really be pretty fun. Sarah is a master branding expert. She works with small businesses as well as large companies to create impeccable branding. But this conversation today is about individuals and what we can do, again, to understand who we are and how we want to show up in the world. Personal branding can show up in our social medias. It can show up you know, in how we act around our friends and our family. If you are a creator or an entrepreneur, this is a huge piece of this. It can show up in your business life if you're working in corporate America or any job that you're showing up as. Understanding who you are and how you want to present yourself is something that's so key to the growth, the spiritual growth, the self-discovery practice. So I thought Sarah was the most perfect person to talk about it today. Congrats to Sarah. She just had her second baby. So exciting. She hasn't revealed the name yet, which I'm like waiting with bated breath. To hear about this. She's very like Kylie Jenner right now. So <laughs> congrats to Sarah on her newest edition. And yeah, check her out on Instagram at Hey Sarah Schultz. She also has an amazing podcast called The Refund that is about building businesses and refunding those old school thoughts, things that we were always told we were supposed to do when building businesses, individual brands, small businesses, large businesses, and how we can let them go by the wayside. So I highly recommend if you are a creator, if you're an entrepreneur, check out her show with another past guest, Jordan Diorio, called The Refund. It's super fun. All right. Thank you to my friend Sarah again for being on the show, for sharing this insight. I hope this resonates with you. If you are new to the Yoga Magic Podcast, again, this is a show about self-care and self-discovery. We talk a lot of spirituality, but we also talk things that you know we're exploring in our everyday life, things like this in this conversation today. I'd love to hear from you. What are some topics that you want coming up? I've got a number of great guests, someone coming on psychedelics in the next few weeks, some topics around sex. Yes, please. But I'd love to hear from you. What are the things you want to chat about? Please send them my way. You can follow along on Instagram at Yoga Magic Podcast. And if you love this episode, consider sharing it with a friend, someone else who's doing some of that self-exploration into really who they are and how they want to show up. All right, let's get to this combo with Sarah Schultz.
1: I really actually love how you're tying self-care into this conversation because there's something magical about Investing time and energy into something that you really love. And whether you're making money off of it or not, it does feel like self-care sometimes. I was just talking to my team earlier, and I've never thought about it this like this before, but I just I love how you position it. I was talking to my team earlier and I was talking about maternity leave because I'm about to have my second kid. And I said, they were like, How long do you think you're going to be off? I'm like, Well, I'm planning four months and I feel my best though when I get to have focused mom time and mm-hmm. focused work time. Like, yes. Those are my favorite days. Mm-hmm. And it does feel like self-care on a Sunday when over nap time, I can just like, like my husband was gone this weekend, I could just work freely and I feel so recharged coming into Monday off of that. And obviously it's work and I, that's how I make my money. But it does sometimes feel like a little bit of self-care when I can just like freely go spend some time un- uninterrupted on a weekend of work. No meetings, no calls. I'm not checking email. There's no expectation. Mm-hmm. That feels so good. So I really I love how you mention that this can be connected to self-care because I think that's a really fresh and unique perspective that I personally really resonate with. It's not just a job to me. It's me expressing my fullest, highest, best self because I love what I do so much. So, mm-hmm. first of all, kudos to you for kind of creating that correlation. I've I've never thought of it that way before, and it really it lands for me. So,
0: I yeah. love that. It's so I think of these like Earth, such like Earth moons that have like they. It feels safe and it feels nurturing to be doing things like accomplishing. I hate the word like productivity, but truly like if it would feel so good and safe for me to hop into my email and answer emails as self-care, like boom, 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 crunch it out. I love this. I'm totally on track. Like that feels good. And for other people, that's
1: not the case. It just depends, right? right? It's super personal. That's not me. Exactly. And I love, I think that's the important thing of having some self-awareness around what serves you from a self-care standpoint, but versus not everyone's sh- like spiel is going to go get a pedicure or go get a massage no. or these service level things that we think of self-care. So I love the strategic connection that you're making here.
0: Mm-hmm. Good. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. This is the third time you've run it on the show now. Is this because the first yeah. time it was one well of second time was like our really robust meaty conversation about like motherhood loved it. And now we get to talk about literally what you do for your career. <laughs>
1: Yeah, which is I totally you asked me a question about personal brand and I sidetracked about how I personally feel so connected to this conversation of my brand and how that does feel like self-care to me. So I didn't even answer the question, but yeah, we get to talk about business this time around. It's so exciting. (laughs)
0: Can you just tell listeners who you are if they are new
1: to you, Sarah Schultz land? Yeah, for sure. That's me. I'm Sarah Schultz. I have two core brands that I'm nurturing right now one is a creative agency called free afternoon that frankly we just cold launched to clients at the end of last year and we never publicly told anyone what we were doing and then I got pregnant and everything changed so people are like wait Sarah has an agency called free afternoon yeah that's that's what we're doing all of our client work under now so maybe you heard it here first folks We've rebranded, we have a different experience, and really that's where we're nurturing our one-on-one client relationships, all focused around branding, web design, brand identity, strategy, video and photo production for mostly female founders who are ready to build obsess-worthy brands. They're about to be the next it thing in the marketplace, and they need help. That's where they come to us every afternoon. The other brand is HeySaraSchultz.com, which has been live for quite some time, but What I found was that mixing one-on-one client work, which is a high price point, high touch point service with the free content I wanted to be able to share with business owners just getting started or side hustlers dabbling in, you know, dipping their toe in the water, trying to decide, do I want to run a business? Do Do I not want to run a business? Two very different demographics. We were having confusion. That was the perfect time. I get asked this all the time. When is the best time for a brand? You know, revamp. When should I do when when should I rebrand? When your goals change, your business models change, your visuals and your story needs to change too. So that's really when we decided to split the two brands. Free afternoon now houses all of our client stuff. And com is where we have free resources in the form of form of blog, vlog, podcast content now. Um we have downloadable resources. We have an e-course that's ready to go that people can purchase, which we also haven't launched that to the public yet. So (laughs) there's lots of things happening on both fronts, but two very different businesses towards very different demographics, but really grounding down in building your best brand at the end of the day. Mm
0: -hmm. We've been friends for a long time. And I feel so lucky to have seen this. I, I mean, like literally hatch and then grow (laughs) and then expand. I mean, it's so fun to watch other women who are just really killing it. And what I love best about you and why I always want you to come on the show is that you're so good at cheering on others. Like it's not, there's enough space in this world for you to do well, for me to do well, for us to share content, to share ideas. And like, that to, that to me is self-care, like being around people like you, 100%. Oh,
1: I thank you for saying that. That is probably one of my most core values. I would not have survived in a business world without the community and the network of women in my arena, in my realm right now, because I do think we can all thrive and survive. I do love ideating with other brand designers. I, I don't think that there's... A lack out in the world. My people will come to me, your people will go to you. Let's just help them all get there faster. And so I just think about competition very differently. Um, we like to position it as like, you know, ideal brands or not even ideal, like, even just brands admirable, admirable is the word that we normally use admirable brands. So when we even work with our clients on strategy, like what are some brands that you admire? And why do you admire them? and positioning it that way, instead of who are your competitors, like, Mm -hmm. we don't need to compete. Your magic is your magic. And you know, my magic is my magic. And so I just I'm glad you say that, because I feel the same way. That's really important to me to build a community of like minded, focused, strong, women founders who are like, let's fucking go. I'm Mm -hmm. I want to go get after my shit. And I want you to go get after your shit. And like, let's just go get after it together. And then. Let's celebrate on our yachts. Like I just <laughs> Yes. I'm like so hardcore manifesting this yacht. I talk about it all the time, but she's coming, baby. She's coming. Oh my God.
0: Can I I you'll invite me, so I'm not even worried. It'll be great. Ready for the yacht. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bring it on, baby. <laughs> so I want to talk about personal branding for a number of reasons. One. Specifically, manifestation. We talk about manifestation on this show all the time. We're manifesting yachts. We're manifesting these <laughs> side hustles. We're manifesting podcasts that are blowing up. All these things, and yet, like there's action that needs to happen in mm. order to to get those things. We can visualize mm-hmm. the hell out of it, but like to get there one day, you t- you have to take the action steps. And personal branding, and branding as it relates to something you are so passionate about, is not. I think in my opinion, that easy, I think it takes some finessing. Can mm. you just share like what personal branding is in the first place?
1: I think this is where, let me rephrase. I'm practicing not saying I think before I talk, because I fucking know what I'm talking about. I don't need to say I think it because See, I know it. <laughs> manifesting, putting it into just, action, just working on it. What most people think of as let's ground ourselves in brand and branding first. And then let's talk about what, how personal branding comes in. So brand in general, how I like to define brand is it's the, we call it the big B brand. It's the big vision of what your business is, or what your business is doing, or what you're trying to do. It's that fluid experience with your ideal consumer. We say dreamy client. It's why you're getting after what you're getting after, how you're doing it, who you're serving, why you're serving them. It's, The vision, the mission, the values, the big picture is that big B brand. And that applies to any goal, really. It doesn't have to be a business, right? I obviously work mostly with business owners. So when I say business, even think about it like your big goals. Why are you doing those? That's what I would call like that big B brand. Your branding is the face of that. It's the book cover. It's the visuals. It's the tone that tells the story that supports the big B brand. So when I think about how we activate that for a business, it's the tangibles like your logo. Um, It's your fonts, your colors. It's how you use those assets to create collateral. It's that brand direction. So, you know, you and I could have Identical logos and identical fonts and identical colors in our businesses. And we could articulate those and express those differently on a website and it could feel different. We could express those differently on Instagram collateral and it could feel different. And so it's the story behind and the visuals that tell the story, Big B brand and branding. Personal brand is the same concept, except you're really applying those traditional you know, marketing tools and marketing concepts to how you're representing yourself in the marketplace. And this is so important because anytime you're able to create brand recognition, whether it's for your business or for you personally, that's that first step into creating brand loyalty. And when you have loyal people, that's when conversion starts to happen. That's when, You get likes or follows or listens, interactions because they know who you are, they trust who you are, they like who you are, and they want to interact with you more. And so, bringing personal brand to the forefront of how you choose to show up, even if it's as simple as I maybe want to influence, dabble in influencing on Instagram, or I have fun ideas I just like to share, and you don't know what it's going to be. Having an idea of how you want to show up and why you want to show up that way and then ensuring that you're telling a visual story that aligns with that is going to be key because then people have a pattern that's recognizable they think about you they remember you and that's when that conversion happens that's when closing a sale happens or like i said tapping liking content or downloading a podcast episode etc so it's really about strategizing how do i get to that recognizable point how do i become recognizable and memorable. Personal brand can help you do that.
0: Mm, memorable. That's a good one. And where I'm starting, like my mind is buzzing now. I'm thinking about like your Libra. Yeah. Libra son. So like the personal brand of a Libra, like showing up as like that strong relationship builder and somebody who like thinks about other others, whenever, you know, h- harmony comes into place, like bringing harmony and equanimity to the table and totally. fighting for others. And like that's like something you're presenting in just who you are, like that's personal branding as a Libra. Hundred, Yes. And even like in a professional setting, say you don't have a side hustle, but you are like, you're showing up in a certain way in your day-to-day professional life. You have personal branding there too, right?
1: Yes, 100%. It is ultimately, I think we could really boil personal brand all the way down to you consistently showing up in your truest self all the time. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's, there's clear patterns. I mean, it's, it is, what makes that hard is the external noise. It's the filters that you feel like you need to, to pass through before you can show up anywhere. It's. Deciding, am I going to be, but am I going to put makeup on today or am I not? Earlier, I put some concealer on, like right before we called, because I was like, oh, girlfriend, you look a little bit tired. I don't <laughs> mind being rough around the edges and showing up that way because that's just who I am, but that was a little too rough <laughs> earlier. So I thought, okay, we got to tailor that up <laughs> just a little bit. It's your boundary. That's, like that's my boundary, right? That's my boundary. So I think that's what it comes down to is how, how can you set yourself up for the fullest success to show up as authentically as you, as frequently as possible? That's personal brand. So for example, other people would never show up without a full face of makeup and their hair done, right? That's their personal brand. They're like, this is how I want to represent myself. This is how I feel best about myself. Hopefully they're not doing it because they feel they need to put themselves through that filter. But there, I know amazing people that don't give a shit about what anyone else thinks. They love putting full hair and makeup on at the beginning of the day. That's self care to them. Absolutely, That's their mm-hmm. time to focus on them, right? And so that is a, just a very basic example of personal brand. Align with what feels the most you. Do that on repeat for twenty four seven. Like mm-hmm. that is you just naturally building personal brand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's less to me. There's less strategy needed mm-hmm. in personal brand.
0: Less strategy, but I think there's more like honesty with yourself about what's important yes. to you. And that's actually where this came out of. Like that's what this idea came out of. I was in the middle of postpartum. I had like not showered in a long time, was just like in the, you know, the yuck of that like first couple of months. And I thought, I'm like, you know what? I want to get back to myself. What is myself? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, what are the things? Mm-hmm. What is my personal brand? What is like, who am I when I show up to daycare pickup? And that's why I thought of this. I'm like, this is like a real meaty layer of self-care and self-discovery. Like who are we and how do we show up?
1: Yes. Self-discovery. I think that's the difference between when you brand a business and you're working on your personal brand. Mm -hmm. Because the work that comes with branding a business um, is a lot of brand strategy and figuring out like who's my demographic and why and how am I serving them and what problem for them am I solving? To me, personal brand, the work, the hard part is instead of looking out, you're looking in, you're trying to fully find and express your best self. And then ideally, naturally, when you maybe layer strategy in after that to figure, okay, I know all of this. Now let's see where I should show up so that people can find this the best. Then when you're expressing your most natural self, your people are going to very quickly, and this, this is true in branding too, but your people are going to very quickly choose. I like this person or I don't like this person. Mm-hmm. And like, let's just get to the people that we like as fast as possible and that they like us as fast as possible. Let's stop worrying about the people that we're not for. Let's pour into the people that we are for. And It's really hard to self reflect and say, okay, I was doing something this way. Do I even like doing that? Does that make me happy? Do I like doing Instagram reels? Do I like putting on full hair and makeup? Do I want to show up on social at all or whatever it is? Do I, what do I want? And that, that is what's really hard at personal brand, figuring it out. And then confidently doing it is like the other piece. Cause not everyone's gonna like it.
0: And that feels so vulnerable, right? Cause it's like, that means they don't like us. And like, while we may get to some point where we don't care, for the most of us, we
1: do, we do wanna be liked. I, in Strengths Finders, am a woo, win others over. And not being liked, like, kills me. It's so hard. Because I naturally have an ability to win someone over. And I've all my life, I've tried to make those connection points on purpose and not on purpose. (laughs) And so when I try and it doesn't work because not everyone's for me, that initial sting is like a good gut checker of like, well, does this really matter, Sarah? You got to pause and think about this. Just because you're good at it doesn't mean it's the only. Success measure in your life. You don't have. Not everyone has to fucking like me, but it is tough. It, I have a hard time with it because that's a natural strength of mine. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and it brings you energy as a Libra Son, like one hundred percent,
1: totally, totally. Mm-hmm. When when we launched, I recently launched a podcast with Jordan Diorio, and the we did a live podcast episode recording to just like kick off the 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 show to kick off the season. And everyone in the room was like, are you nervous? Are you nervous? Are you nervous for tonight? I was like, no, you guys are my safe people. You are the people that I know. You showed up for me because you love me. Right. You're you're my easy to please. Like I will sit in front of you and talk all day and feel amazing. I've already won you over. You're here for me. I was most nervous about hitting publish and putting it out into the wild for people who don't know me, who I have not won over yet are now I it feels vulnerable. they now can judge me and talk about me and decide they want to listen or not like that is scarier to me over standing in front of a crowd of people who have chosen to come and listen to me that they feel so different. I would much rather, be on a stage in public, than anonymously put shit out into the world, because I don't know those people that I'm, that I'm pushing publish to. Mm -hmm. But I, that vulnerability piece is is something that for me, I've been very successful, allowing that vulnerability to be live, feeling the fear, and being honest about it, and moving through it still. Mm -hmm. I've, I've found so many beautiful tales at the end of vulnerability moments that I'm like, I can never not do this. If I'm feeling nervous or vulnerable, that's a good indication I'm making the right choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: So as it relates to personal branding, and again, this, like we use this word, authenticity, Mm -hmm. there's a fine line between like a goal of a personal brand and like it, like, okay. So I'll use some examples of like personal brand for me is, is being like bubbly and approachable at all times. Cause that's just who I am. Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. there, right. That I don't have to work to do that. Um, that's just who I am. But to present myself in a way that is, I, I my goal in personal branding is to like look put together and like look like <laughs> Me, me like too. I showered. <laughs> like I like that is something I, I strive for. And yeah, it isn't always authentic. Mm. But it's a tool, right? And can you talk about like some of these other like what tools are under the personal branding umbrella
1: other than shower? Other than showering. <laughs> ready. It's it's how you choose. Here's a good example. I have a potty mouth. And anyone that, like, example. Mm-hmm. hangs out with me or knows me, like, I'm going to drop an F-bomb here or there. <laughs> and, like, my dad certainly doesn't like it, but my dad probably doesn't like a lot of things that I do. <laughs> so it's not, it doesn't feel forced. It just kind of naturally flows out of my body. I'm not trying to swear. It's harder for me to try not to swear. But, you know, there's those people that, like, that just doesn't sound natural to you. Why are you doing that? Are you doing that because you think it sounds cool? Like I'm genuinely yeah. not doing it because I think it sounds cool. It's just, it's just a part of who I am and I express it when it's appropriate. I spoke at the University of Minnesota maybe about a month ago now. That's not the place for me to have full expression of that part of my brand, <laughs> right? I'm in a, I'm in a classroom with impressionable students in a very professional setting my ideal client, my ideal consumer who I want to follow me and hang out with me totally doesn't mind that I'm going to drop an F-bomb here or there. They're not like, oh God, this is so distasteful. I wish she would do this. If that's their response to me being authentically who I am, I'm not their person. And I want them to go find their person. And so that's just another silly example. It's like, let's not force anything don't, don't do something just because somebody else is doing, but if it feels truly natural to you, do it unabashedly where it makes sense. Like I joke all the time about how, like, I don't need a shower in the morning to feel put together. I can skip the shower and put on some deodorant and get dressed and choose maybe to do my hair or not do my hair. And I still feel like I can show up that way. Mm -hmm. But again, not everyone feels comfortable doing that. So it's, it's really, I think it's, it's not easy because you have to do the self-awareness work You do
0: mm-hmm.
1: to figure out, okay, what feels so good to me? Here, here's another example. I'm very open. I, I think anyone could pick every person I've ever voted for since I was able to vote. <laughs> it is a part of my core personal brand for people to understand some of my core values. I'm pretty vocal about inequity between, you know, how our genders and sexes are represented in the world and how I just don't understand why that's why there's not equanimity, why there's not equality, why we still have to fucking talk about it. Like my distaste in that societal norm is really clearly understood by most people that have ever interacted with me that is just a part of who I am. And at this point, yeah, it is a part of my personal brand. I am going to talk about how I think it's bullshit Then less than 2% of funding goes to female founded businesses. Like, And if that pisses you off, if you're like, well, I don't believe in that inequity between men and women in the workplace, like, again, I'm not your person. But that's just such a natural layer of what's going to show up on my feed, what I'm going to say to someone in a conversation like, I'm not going to shy away from commenting on stuff like that because that just feels like a true expression of who I am. Mm -hmm. I am going to make a comment about like with an eye roll about, oh yeah, you know, white men have it easier. Mm -hmm. That pisses some people off. Some people don't like that rhetoric. Okay. Go hang out with someone else then. And that's, it might sting for me at first because I'm a woo, but I know deep down inside that that's better for all of us. I want you to go find your people and something like, because it, naturally feel like personal brand, but it really is. Absolutely. Talking about those things.
0: Okay. So here's where the manifestation comes in. And I like, I hear you saying this and I'm seeing this just like literally unfold. So when we put out who we authentically are without reservations, without any apologies, we attract the people That will bring us closer to what it is on the other side, to that end game, right? And those that are not on board with who we are and what we're working towards, they can go by the wayside. I think about, I'll use some examples for myself. You know, I love to talk about astrology to literally everyone that I can talk to. And that sometimes is, you know, a mom at daycare pickup. And sometimes I get completely blank stares, like, and judgment because frankly like that's not for everybody and i just know okay easy peasy that's you know that person's maybe not going to be my new mom friend but then i meet someone you know we have a mutual friend or mutual acquaintance um my friend april who is 100 not a believer of astrology and we're still super good friends because she's it does not important to her she doesn't
1: necessarily like judge me for that she just doesn't believe in it and that's okay
0: that's okay totally
1: that's the beauty of it is then you get to decide how you are or aren't interacting with someone i'm not saying go into an echo chamber i'm not saying i want to be in an echo chamber but i'm just saying once you know these things you get to choose you have the data points so you get to choose what to do with that your example of you in april is perfect you guys don't agree on that okay cool so you're not going to go to like an astrology event together, you're going to go do wine tasting or like whatever it is, right? It doesn't mean don't be friends. It just means you're going to understand how she's going to show up for you, how you're going to show up for her differently.
0: We've been doing a lot of episodes on dating lately. And I think about this too, where this comes in really helpful is like a personal brand in a dating sense of like what you're putting out, who you are, how you show up and what you want to be attracted to that right like Mm -hmm. who is it that latches on to that
1: this is another area this comes in it's it's so interesting to me manifesting in general and I wish I should go see if I could find this old phone I'm a I don't know everything about human design so you maybe can help me talk through this I'm a non-specific manifester Mm -hmm. meaning I don't need to specifically articulate what it is I'm trying to manifest. So maybe me talking about the yacht over all the time is overkill and I need to step back a little bit. But I used to in my phone write down because I didn't understand. I didn't have the language. This is like in 20 probably like 2013, 2014. I would take notes on my phone of things that I had like abstractly thought about wanting mm-hmm. and then getting them and being like and it was weird. It would be like the, rad, like the most random weird things. And I had a running list of these things I manifested, but I didn't know the word manifest. I just was like, what is happening? Why Why am I getting all these things? And I look back to like, the Mary Hour is such a cool example of this because I literally in Morocco said to Will, I want to start this in a, this event. I think it would make the most sense for me to partner with a photographer on this to bring this to life how I want to bring it to life because telling the story is going to be so important and within a week Rachel my business partner for the Mary hour emailed me we didn't know each other and was like hey oh, Sarah should... what she's like I feel like we should collaborate on something and I said I have an idea let's talk when I'm back in the states we had worked distantly on a project together but at that point we hadn't we had no one-on-one relationship we hadn't met yet and I'm like, wow. that is so, I didn't even know that I was attempting to manage. I wasn't trying to specifically say, oh, I want to manifest this. I want this to come into my life. I just was like throwing shit at the wall, like ideating, like it probably would make sense for me to work with a photographer. And like, that was it. And then I was off talking about the next five things I wanted to do. Basically five days later, person I didn't even realize I was looking for shows up in my life and is mm-hmm. like, let's do something together. I was like, I'm, let's, okay, let's talk.
0: To your point about the yacht. So while you may not be a specific manifester and like, you may not be like, you may not be manifesting that like exact yacht that you're thinking about. You are manifesting a lifestyle where like a yacht is a part of your life. And that's like, like you're a yacht person. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like you're manifesting that by talking yacht about it. Is... you there's a Spotify playlist called Yacht Rock. Like, have you, you listen to this. Well, I'm gonna start. That's what you need to be playing in the background of your your Zoom calls.
1: <laughs> oh my god! That's my what's my walkout song? That's my walkout oh my god, yeah. Playlist. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so before
0: we like, but before we move on, and I just. I think we've under, we've explained what this is, right? What personal branding is, how it relates to manifestation, any like tips and tricks or things just like top of mind that you can give to listeners as they are doing some of the self-discovery work and they're putting forth some effort in the area of personal branding.
1: How funny is this? You and I did not talk. We booked this two months ago. Now we booked, I think you sent me the link like, but even before you were on leave and we had to book really far out because you were on leave and then our schedules didn't match up tomorrow. <laughs> the refund episode that drops is so obviously it'll be live by the time people are listening, but I just think this is odd and cool connection point. We're talking about self-awareness on the podcast. Oh my gosh, perfect. And we're going over some of our personal favorite resources around self-awareness. And I think that's the number one thing you can do when trying to figure out like, how do I... Confidently express who I am to the world. And as you're kind of thinking of it through the lens of personal brand, is investing time and energy in self awareness. So, tools take a strengths finders quiz, take an Enneagram quiz, learn about, you know, if you're into the woo, do astrology, do human design. There's strength finders is about as like square and corporate as it gets all the way to human design which might be as like abstract as it gets there is a myriad of different personality quizzes at the end of the day i think like really boiling it down that's what you could call a lot of this self discovery oversimplifying of course but find something that lands for you take those quizzes read the books don't do them all you do not need to do them all but learn see what you can learn from that learn about your sun sign learn about like I don't even know all those things right because there's so much depth for each of these different touch points you could get into but that has armed me with a vocabulary that helps me express who I am and that has felt freeing and clarifying and then I just, understand it. I I just, I can, I can get it. I would say that's a pretty important first step therapy. Mm -hmm. Oh, please go to therapy. Everyone make the world a better place by going to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) It's important, but that's such, it's such a great self-awareness touch point, because when you have that awareness around who you are, you get to choose the pieces that you might be very naturally showing up as, that you don't like, you can change that. You're empowered to shift and rebrand that story if you want, you don't have to. But if there are things you're like, this isn't serving me. Well, the first thing you need to know is what that thing is before you can pivot out of it or decide you love it and really explore expressing that loudly. Mm -hmm. So I I really do think the first step is like, let's get self-aware people. Let's focus on what we're good at and what we're not good at. And like, at least let's learn, let's learn what we're good at. Let's learn what we're not good at. And then decide what feels right for you with what to do with that information moving forward. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So that's a good episode for people to listen to is the one on self-awareness. Um, can you just tell listeners a little about your show? Because it is so cool. Yes.
1: Yes. So Jordan came to me in June and was like, Hey, For my blog, heysearchholtz.com, we have a lot of guest writers writing content for us right now that were that are experts in their industries, and we're talking about how that helps you build your brand, how that helps you build your business. And Jordan's like, you know, you're writing and having other people write a lot of content for the blog right now. What if we took some of these expert, you know, concepts and ideas and just talk about them in a different format? The content is already there. Let's just bring it to life in a different touch point with the intention of being a marketing tool for our independent businesses and also a fantastic tool to help people just get after their dreams. Like ownership and entrepreneurship is really hard. We don't have to do it alone. And it feels like we are doing it alone. So Jordan is talking to me about this I'm looking at her, I'm like, well, it is a fuck yes, let's do it. And so as we explored, like, what are the things we'd really be excited to talk about? We decided that Jordan had worked on a project in branding, a group coaching program that I ran that she was a part of. Ashley did it as well. Mm-hmm. And um you, you are Ashley. You did it as well. For the listeners. And <laughs> for, the, for the listeners. <laughs> um and she had developed this branding called the refund that she kind of had a different concept for. And then we really just kind of ideated, let's return outdated business rules that don't serve us. There are like these fake societal norm or well, they're, they're real societal norms but they're fake rules they're not really the only way to run a successful business and especially as women in business it's harder for us for many different reasons and so we wanted to explore these concepts that we did not need to abide by any longer get a refund on that concept and talk about what else you could do instead And so we really just explore topics and business ideas and these bullshit rules that no longer serve us in business, creating space and freedom to explore what works for me, what works for Jordan, what works for our listeners. Um, Almost that like unnecessary, but sometimes needed permission slip to do something different Mm -hmm. than what you're seeing other people doing. And unfortunately, right now, a lot of our male or a lot of our leaders right now in corporate America, in small business space, a lot of them are men. And I don't want to hear about driving business on a golf course anymore. Like that's just not the only way to close a sale. So let's talk about other ways to go do it. I don't need to become a golfer to run a successful business. I'm not going to (laughs) golf. So. You just, you hear these things and you think that's just like the way to do it. And it's not, there's, there's so many other ways to, to be successful in business. So we just explore those concepts. We've got short episodes. We wanted people to feel like they could listen to them on their drive to daycare, drop the kiddo off or their drive into the office, 20, 30 minutes, max digestible, and nothing is off the table. I talk honestly about what I pay myself. We've talked honestly about what we're charging for client work. We've talked honestly about the shit that we fucked up. Jordan said in our live episode, like, we're going to talk about the shit that we fucked up. So you don't have to do the same fuck ups. Mm -hmm. Let us do the fuck ups Mm -hmm. for you. And there's so much that can be learned when we have honest conversations and truthful conversations. And we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and putting stuff out there. And that's what we explore in little, little business bites once a week. So we're We're launching episodes every Tuesday through, I think December 6th is our last episode for this season, if I'm counting right. And then we're going to start in the end of December before I go on leave. We're going to record our second season. And while I'm on leave, work on editing those and getting those ready to go to push a new season two, um, probably early to late January.
0: Okay. TBD. Kudos. it a Kudos ton of fun. To it's such a cool it. idea. I love it. And it really is like it's needed. The content you're cutting out is just so premium. It's so interesting. It, I mean, and it applies to really everybody, whether you're a small business owner or a side hustler or you're at your current work and you know, corporate job, and you're just like, is this the only way?
1: Like, what's happening? Right. And for some reason, you know, I talk about this in an episode when we're early episodes. I just remember starting my business full time. I I committed full time at the end of 2016, early 2017. I was like, I'm going all in. And I remember being in many rooms of women in business. I remember being at Modern Well. I remember being at, you know, like networking events, looking around the room and honestly feeling like I was the only one that didn't have the secret. I didn't know the thing that everyone else knew. And I don't know if that was something that was conditioned to me. I don't know if that was just me being silly and imposter syndrome or what, but that girl was so afraid and so sad and yearned for the answer so much that it stopped me from doing what was best for me more times than it should have. Mm. And so I was so focused on figuring out what other people were doing because I thought there was one way to do it. I thought there was an answer. And I just really wish I could tell her, Hey girl, it's okay. You got to figure out what's best for you. That is going to be your secret sauce. That is going to be your magic. It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. And I needed to feel that really painful discomfort Obviously it brought me where I am. I wouldn't necessarily want to redo it, but man, I wish I could ease her pain and anxiety because she mm-hmm. was hurting and I didn't have to feel that way. There's just not one white, right way to do it. There's the right way for Sarah to do it. There's the right way for Ashley to do it, but our right ways are not going to be the same. And mm-hmm. that's what makes entrepreneurship so exciting to me. We get to define our own everything. God, I love that. I just love that so much.
0: (laughs) I really, that lands, that really lands. There is, yeah, always looking to others to see what trend is next and what, you know, what we need to be doing. What's and like, there's a time and a place for getting inspiration, but we at the end of the day get to make those choices and coming back, you know, bringing it full circle to this idea of personal branding. It's like, you have to know one, what it is you're working towards and two, like who you authentically are and what choices you're making that contribute
1: to that end game. Yes. That's so it. It's for me, another piece, you know, bringing this back to like how I define success and how personal brand plays into that is the work I do needs to be, it needs to feel easy. Like as in has ease, feels natural, flows out of me. Like when I, and that doesn't mean it's not hard. That's not what I'm saying. I work very, very hard, but the core things that I do every day, the reason I love doing them is because I'm naturally good at that work. I feel really confident in my capabilities. And it just, it feels like this just natural extension of who I am. It doesn't feel like I'm climbing Mount Everest every single fucking day just to get through my workload. That is really, really important to me to, to feel like I can fully express what I'm naturally good at. That is probably why I feel like dedicated, quiet work time feels like self-care because it does just feel like when I can just sit and work on a client project with no one bothering me, that just feels like my soul being expressed in its perfect way that it was meant to be expressed. That's why it feels so fulfilling to me. Mm-hmm. This is just like, damn, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to inspire women to get after their dreams. I'm supposed to challenge societal norms. I'm supposed to do hard things because they don't feel hard. They just feel like that's just what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so it just, it just, I feel lucky that I've found what I've found. I feel amazing that I've worked hard to get here. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud and grateful for the women in my circle that have supported and helped me. But if I didn't have self-awareness and if I hadn't tapped into what excites me, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't know. And that takes work and time. That's like the hard, that's do the work everyone talks about. It's so do the mean. work. So much work that we're doing these days. <laughs> my goodness. I'm working hard enough. But that, that do the work, like that self-awareness, to me, that's what do the work means. Mm-hmm. Figure out who you are. Absolutely. My, the work, and your, the work are two different types of work. I can't tell you, like, go see Connie, my therapist, and then read about human design. Like, that's what that was my work. That was the work that worked for me. Connie and human design might not work for you. Does Connie, your therapist, use human design? No, she doesn't. Oh, I was like, but... can I see her, please? <laughs> She she doesn't, but we do, it has been really fun to, like, her, her Venn diagram of, like, psychological, like, scientific textbook training and universal belief and manifestation. And, like, she's got a really cool crossover language that I very much so appreciate. There's, like, a an angle there that I'm, like, oh, shit. And I didn't know that when we started working together. Um But it was, it's been pretty cool to over, we've worked together for years and, you know, through that time, just kind of unearthed, like, oh, wow, we do really like to kind of describe some of these things in the same, you know, vernacular, which has Mm -hmm. been cool to explore.
0: Oh, Sarah, I I put like all these questions together for our conversations. And I feel like we literally can talk about one of them for
1: one hour. (laughs) I love our conversations. We can make this a regular segment on the podcast if you want. I hey, love it. <laughs> sharing ideas with you, Ashley. It's always such a joy to, I feel very mutual. I, I I feel the same way that you do about watching you have an idea and bring it to life. It has been so fun to just observe as that's kind of unraveled and blossomed and as you've navigated and Dude, like that's just the shit that I get I could cry. I'm so pregnant. I'm gonna start crying. It just I get I'm so proud of you and you're working so hard. And you don't even need me to be proud of you. Like that's not what I'm trying to project. But it's just been really cool to see you and like me, you're doing it at the same time that you're growing a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is like, God, women are so cool. We can do that. We can grow humans and birth humans and grow businesses and make money. And I'm like. That's the shit that just gets me going. You go try to do that, Jeff Bezos. go fuck yourself. like I just, I just, <laughs> I just no, I'm with so you. I'm so energized with you. about it. I get so energized about it. So I think that you're just such a fantastic role model. I mean, you've got three. I'm like, I got bags under my eyes. I got one and I'm growing another. Girl, you're pregnant. That's not even... No. You,
0: you give me a, like a postpartum sleepless weekend over that. I feel you. It's so hard. But you're almost there. And like... i Oh, it's I, next level. you. The other side. Oh, ah, it is
1: so glorious. It's it so, is, so glorious. It is the most bizarre. Yeah, it's crazy because... Having the human outside of your body is hard because they're like loose and on the run and wild. But like, I've had to spend the last hour like making sure I'm not out of breath on this call because like your lungs, there's no, you just, you, you're so
0: fucked. I know, it's me at the, when I did my live podcast, I was literally like, I can't,
1: why am I doing this? It's crazy. It's just craziness. But it's been so fun you know, you, my point is you remind me how possible it is on those days where I'm like, what are you doing, girlfriend? I, I, I just look back at the last 12 months of all of the things that my team and I have launched or built that are going to be launching in tandem with what I've done personally and what's happening inside of my body. And I just, am like, I'm so proud of myself. And I'm so proud of women like you for modeling that I'm grateful for women like you for modeling that it's possible Mm -hmm. because it's, if this is what you want to do, you can do it. And I think sometimes we feel like we can't, I think sometimes it's like, I got to choose. You don't have to choose baby. You can do it. If that's what you want to do.
0: If that's what you want to do, you find a version that works. 100%.
1: You find a version that works. That's it.
0: I'm with you. Oh, the feeling is so mutual, Sarah, six expanders over here spanning each other. Uh, can you just tell listeners where they can find you if they want to get any your awesome free content, the show, all the good things?
1: For sure. So um, com is where I show up the most from a cadence standpoint. That's where all the good free stuff is. And on Instagram, it's at heysarahschultz. Free Afternoon is the agency, freeafternoon.co. I am not currently nurturing that Instagram. Do as I say, not as I do. It's it's hard. There's only so many hours in a day. And then right now the refund is actually being run under both of our, uh, um, Instagram accounts and on both of our websites. So you can find our refund page at Hey, Sarah Schultz.com slash the dash refund. You can find us on Spotify at the refund, YouTube at the refund, um, Apple podcasts. I'm really choosing to nurture Spotify. If anyone has feedback, on nurturing a podcast and what platform we're focusing on Spotify right now. So that's where I keep sending people to. But we would love to hear your feedback. Reviews help. I don't know what else helps to get a podcast off the ground, you know. Share
0: it. That's what you need to share that, like it's your job. Share your it, body. baby.
1: Mm-hmm. Please do, because this is exciting and we want it to always be a free resource to inspire others. If I can just continue to remind women that you can do it, oof, I will die.
0: A happy lady. <laughs> Oh, such pick-me-up. Thank you, Sarah. This was so fun. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Thanks to Sarah for being on the show. You can follow her on Instagram at hey Sarah schultz. You can follow the Yoga Magic Podcast at Yoga Magic Podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with a friend. Send them a DM. Share it on Instagram. Really spreading the word makes the biggest difference. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a great week.